0: Everybody. Welcome to Music Therapy. I'm Jessica Risker. I'm a licensed clinical professional counselor and I'm also a musician based here in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, music Therapy is a show slash podcast that I created uh, in spring about a year ago or so of last year um, to talk about music and mental health and the creative process and provide mental health support and awareness. Uh, particularly in the time of the pandemic. Uh, This is episode 54. This evening, I am uh, really excited to have Brett Radicell on. Brett um, was scheduled to speak at South by Southwest last year, which got canceled um, on the uh, romanticization of mental illness in music and in the arts. Brett was, introduced to me by a mutual acquaintance, and he's going to talk a little bit about his own music and what's going on with him, and also the topic of the romanticization of mental illness in music and the arts, and I'm really excited to hear more about that. So let me get Brett to connect here.
1: I think we got it.
0: There you are. I see a spinning circle, but I can hear you. Can you see me?
1: Yeah. Is this, we have it?
0: Yeah. But we can sure. only see the top of your forehead right now, so if you can move your camera just a little so we can see you. Sure. That's good. Okay. Uh that's great. Thank you.
1: Great. Thank Excellent. you.
0: Yeah, well, thank you very much for being on the show tonight.
1: Yeah, of course. I'm glad to be here. How was your day? Not too bad about yours.
0: It was fine. <laughs> it was it yeah. was uh yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um well let me ask you. I mean, I always start off with uh my guests by kind of asking them to orient us to who you are and, you know, the, the way that I kind of approach that is saying, you know, what does a typical day or week look like for you? What do you, how do you spend your time these days?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, well, um, let's see. I, I do a little bit of music stuff. Um, just try to, try to orient myself with, with that and then do I, I mean, personally am I'm, I'm a lawyer so I do a little bit of law stuff too uh-huh. um a little bit of a little bit of that too but not a whole lot of that I that's not been a big part of my life lately so yeah kind of like that so
0: I did a little bit of I try not to research too much but are you an attorney in the music industry
1: um yeah uh, yeah uh basically i I worked for a small firm that i i represent people um in entertainment so yeah
0: i mean that's its own that i won't i won't venture too far over there, but that would be very interesting to to hear about sometime are there certain types of cases that you tend to take on
1: um yeah it's it's basically uh i've i've worked in m and a a little bit um but i've also represented people in in like representing them in terms of like their own, um, their own, their own entertainment based practice. So yeah, a little bit of that.
0: And a lot of lawyers I know are actually really, it sounds like they have terrible schedules, but it sounds like maybe yours isn't that bad. Yeah. Mine,
1: is, mine isn't too bad. Um, I, I, I don't do it, uh, for a huge part of my life. So it's, it's, it's really not too bad.
0: Okay. So kind of a mix of, uh, of some work and working on music, which I definitely want to ask you about. I want to ask you more detail about that. I was thinking towards the end of our talk, um, kind of segueing and, and maybe that'll fit into some of the things you're going to speak about too, but how have you been doing during the pandemic?
1: Um, yeah, relatively well, I guess, uh, it's been, it's been, it's, it's cut, cut off my, uh, musical life a little bit, but, um, it's been relatively, you know, functional, I suppose.
0: How has your music life been impacted?
1: Yeah, I, I guess it's been it's been cut off a little bit. Like my um, my sort of uh, uh, I, I guess entertainment based, like uh, um, I guess people that that would promote me. I guess uh, they've been uh-huh. cut off a little bit, but um, it's been relatively functional. So. Not too bad.
0: What about performing is that something that you do generally very frequently?
1: Yeah, that's been cut down a little bit. So that's been cut cut off. Um I I guess I I've, I've been my my performances have been minimal. Um and you know, so I'm 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 disappointed in that a little bit.
0: Yeah. Um that has been hard to not have both as a performer and as, you know, just going to shows. Right. Um, where are you located? I'm not even sure I know where you are.
1: I'm located in Minnesota. Um, oh,
0: okay. Maybe I did know that. Um, okay. Um,
1: and, and you're in Chicago?
0: Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Gotcha. Which, which part of Chicago?
0: I live in Jefferson Park.
1: Jefferson Park. Okay. Gotcha. It's, uh,
0: it's north. It's, uh, it's on the blue line, but it's up there a little bit. It's nice. It's quiet. Okay, cool. So it was Adele. Adele just joined the feed, and she's actually, we're actually kind of neighbors. Uh, we're not oh. kind of neighbors. We're pretty close. Um, so, hey, Adele. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Well, well, let me ask you. I mean, I want to, you know, I, I had a lot of people reach out to me and say that they were really interested in this topic. Um, you know, you were, I was saying in the introduction, we had a mutual acquaintance that connected us, and, you know, th- that you were going to speak last year, at South by Southwest on the romanticization of, of mental illness.
1: Right. Yeah. And I got cut down and it it was disappointing, but you know, I I was supposed to go down there and do this this whole long talk about it. Uh, But, but yeah. So now I, I still, I still have that at the back of my mind, you know?
0: How how was you how did you connect with that? How did you have you spoken at South by Southwest before or spoken on this topic before? Um
1: I've played down there a couple of times, oh, but okay. I've never spoken down there. So um yeah, I I, I hope to do that another year. You know. Uh, well what what uh
0: led you to sort of pursue that as a topic?
1: I guess um, you know, it's 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 always intrigued me. Uh, I've always I've always felt like you know that's been something that has uh you know yeah, has inspired people and, and 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 has been a big part of uh musicians in, intrigue when they've gone down um you know so um like like we we talked about john Berryman and jeff Buckley and stuff like that it's mm-hmm. it's been it's been um i it's it's i think it's always hard for musicians uh when they when they have you know that the intrigue of mental illness and men- mental anguish sort of um it's always at the back of their mind, and you know it's it's always something that it's it's always kind of like well, yeah, that's something that um, in- intrigues them but it but it kind of kills them as well you know so um that that that's that's always there
0: when you're saying intrigues them, are you referring to the people who have mental illness themselves, or artists who may be looking to them as, you know, models of what a musician is.
1: Yeah, I, I think I'm I'm referring to people who are, uh, who are inspired by it themselves.
0: So what? Let me. Um, I'm going to kind of open it to you. I mean, the this topic this is what kind of drew you to it. I mean, is that something that you yourself had been intrigued by or had you been, do you feel like you had sort of glorified mental illness in artists?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's always been something that, um, that has been there, uh, at the back of my mind for, for musicians like that. That's something that, that always is inspirational that, um, that is, it it kind of makes them, makes them work, but also uh, is at the back of their mind to try to um, make, inspire their music, you know? Um,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So, so yeah, it's always been there.
0: So what do you, I mean, you know, I'm, obviously I'm not uh, asking you to give like a presentation, but when you were approaching this topic, what, can you kind of draw us into the ways that you were thinking about it or...
1: Sure, um, I guess it's it's just been kind of it, it it's I, I think it's kind of fair and also unfair for uh, for musicians to always be in, inspired and then also um, intrigued by by this topic because it's kind of like well you know you you have mental mental illness at the back of your mind but it's also also kind of like oh this is it's something that might um, might really, you know, kill you. It kind of might, um, intrigue you, but also, um, destroy you a little bit, you know? So, um, I'm always, I'm, 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 I'm kind of, uh, willing to talk about that, but also, um, describe that for other, other musicians.
0: Yeah, no, please. Um, that'd be great.
1: Right. Um, I mean, I, I think it's, um, it's always something that I, I I found inspirational for like when we describe like Craig Finn describing, uh, John Berryman, you know, um, jumping off a bridge or, or Jeff Buckley or, uh, or, you know, um, uh, many other, many other musicians. It's, it's kind of like, I, I, I feel like it's, that's always something that, um, uh, always, is at the back of everyone's mind and, you know, it's always, it's always there. So it's, it's kind of, um, worth describing, worth, worth, uh, worth bringing up, worth, uh, worth, worth it conjoining, I guess.
0: Why, why do you think people romanticize mental illness and artists?
1: Um, that's a good question. I mean, I, I think, um, it's, it's something that, uh, people feel like creates the art um, crea- uh-huh. you know it kind of ma- makes makes the songs makes the uh makes the albums um but um, it's always it's always something that um is there just kind of at the back of everyone's mind
0: when I think about you know glorifying mental illness I mean kind of to what you're saying that sometimes it feels like something being different about the way a person is built or interact with the world. Maybe that gives them some sort of different perspective that is out of reach for the rest of us or that, um, you know, kind of adds a different flavor to something that, maybe somebody else isn't able to access and in that way, maybe there's a a sense of envy about how, you know, how someone is seeing the world or experiencing the world in a different way. And then feeding that feeding into their art. I think that there can be, you know, that's something that I've thought about in the past is, is that, that perspective, giving something special
1: to the art. Right um i i mean i i think that's always uh it's it's something that we all like we we hold as being kind of you know uh unique but also um it's it's i i feel like it's kind of unfair to the artist It, it it's kind of like that that also makes makes them you know it makes them slightly mentally, ill, you know, and 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 makes it hard for them, and makes makes their their life may kind of difficult. So it's it's a little bit bit of that as well.
0: When when you you know when I had read your uh, the bio on your speech or the the presentation you were going to give at South by Southwest, you had it had mentioned that you had gone through your own struggles. I wonder, are you comfortable talking about that at all? It sounded like you had a sort of so, something of a direct experience of, of what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, well, I, I, have, I have quite a bit of experience with both OCD and bipolar, um, and that has that uh, directly influenced kind of my own personal life. Um, so, you know, I've, I've gone through ECT and, you know, all, all kinds of, uh, all kinds of uh, you know, therapy, Um, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's been something that's been like, I, I, I'm, I'm willing to speak on, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like, well, yeah, I've, I've I've been there. I I know what that feels like. Um, I, you know, um, I know how, how it feels like to have OCD and, 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 and and manic depressive and, you know, it's, 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 it's pretty, pretty, um, it, it, like that that influences the way I write and influences the way I live and influences the way um I I kind of go about my my everyday. So um yeah. So, you know, I can talk about that a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Um I yeah, that would be great. Um you know, I I first I'm wondering, did you I mean O C D and bipolar disorder, you know, those those are things that people can live with and maybe not even have names for them. They may know that something doesn't feel right or that things feel really hard or it, i'm wondering if you how long it took you to kind of recognize or maybe have have these labels on what you were experiencing
1: right um, i i mean I, I think it it took took a while it took it took a uh, a lot of therapy, a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, you know, just being in, in groups and, and, um, and then seeing someone on a one-on-one basis to finally kind of get to that level. Um, and, and, and finally, when I got, got to that level on a one-on-one basis and, and was able to sort of, uh, you know, describe that to somebody else. Um, Mm -hmm. finally that, that was, that got to be helpful to me and got to be, um, on a, on a level where I could actually kind of, you know, um, contribute back to it and, um, and describe it back to somebody else. So it, I, I, I think, I think it's always helpful to describe it, uh, to, you know, to, to be on a one-to-one basis with somebody else and, and be able to, um, be in therapy and, and, uh, and, and de- can, you know, describe that to somebody else. Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, I guess, um, it, it, it took, took a while. It took, took some actual, um, one-on-one stuff, um, took, uh, a lot of, um, being in, in, in therapy itself to be able to, um, you know, uh, be, yeah, you put a name to it and um and and um, contribute back to it was there
0: and again, anything here, if you're not comfortable sharing that is one hundred percent okay, um, so please let me know if you just kind of rather sure. move on to the next question, but um was there it takes a while sometimes going into therapy is can be very big decision for people and can feel hard to make that step. And I wonder if there was anything that happened in your life that sort of was a catalyst for you seeking out help.
1: huh. Um, what, what, I'm sorry. What, what was the question? Can you say that one more time?
0: Was there, you know, when you, when you sought out therapy, when you sought out support, was there a specific incident or something that happened that kind of pushed you to act to take that step?
1: Right, um, I don't think anything in, in particular—not not one thing. I but uh, but I, I guess I got to a point where I realized that I kind of needed needed help and, and needed um, some advice and you know and um, was willing to ask someone for that advice. Um, so I, you know, I was when I got willing to ask ask for help and oh. um, and participate in, in therapy um that was that was a big step for me.
0: I was asked this question the other day um, The question was, When do you know when it's time to ask for help and there's some more obvious i think answers to that, for example, if you think if you're thinking about harming yourself or harming somebody else, you know ask for help um, but you know maybe there it, it doesn't have to be at that place to also need help and support. And I'm wondering, you know, what was it for you? What was, uh, what were you experiencing where you finally
1: did it? Sure. Um, I, I think when I realized that, uh, my life had become kind of, you know, unmanageable, um, uh-huh. and, and that, uh, I really, that my, my day to day basis, what need that I needed some advice um, so, so when I, when I realized that was the actual case, um, that was kind of a turning point for me.
0: How was your life feeling unmanageable? Were there certain areas that were,
1: I guess in the way that I, that I could kind of handle my day to day, just going about, you know, um, going about waking up in the morning and, and going about life, uh, that, that kind of, when I realized that that had become something that I needed help with, um, that you know, was that was a turning point.
0: Um, are you comfortable sharing um, any specifics about your the obsessive- disorder, compulsive disorder symptoms that you experience, like the sorts of fears or compulsions that you have?
1: If not, of course. Um, sure, sure. Um, I mean, I I have a lot of uh, just kind of um, um, fears going going about. I, yeah, I, I I don't know how to describe it very well. Um, but how to kind of live my life? How to how to go about? Um, how to uh, address sort of. Um, you know what what I establish as uh, concrete, and what I don't. Um, I, I don't know how else to describe it.
0: That's yeah, totally fair. Um, do you feel? Does it feel more managed? How are you? How do you manage these symptoms that you've struggled with for both bipolar and OCD?
1: Um, how do I manage it?
0: Yeah. There's specific tools or techniques that you have found most helpful to you.
1: Um, I mean, I read a lot. Um, I, I, I spend a lot of time with, uh, with therapists. I, I see someone about weekly, um, Uh you know, it's, it's always been helpful to just get advice from somebody else, um, and, and, and read into things. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh. But I, I, I think getting getting outside advice um, is always a helpful thing.
0: Do you, um, you had said that you, I think you had said you did some support groups. Did I hear that right before? Yeah, that's true. What, were there certain types of groups you were, you sought out or that you found helpful? You know, sometimes they have kind of names or topics.
1: Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've seen people in, in terms of, uh, OCD support groups and also bipolar support groups. Um, I, it's, it's always been helpful. Just, it's been helpful just knowing people that, um, that need, need help with, uh, some any, any sort of mental, mental illness, just generally, um, just knowing, knowing that people need help with that, um in in a in a more uh in a more vague kind of general sense uh that's always been helpful to me yeah
0: yeah um well you you know I think that you had said earlier that you had romanticized mental illness in artists, and yeah. you are an artist who also suffers from you know um what you you what you've just been describing, and I'm wondering. How you kind of connect, you know, did that glorification? I'm trying to think of how to ask the question. How do you put that together? You know, if you're suffering from it and you're seeing how hard it is, but then you're also kind of feeling like you romanticize it in other artists was that something that you came to as you got to know your own issues better that that's not something to be glorified or
1: does that make sense? Well, I I think I looked at it as a double-edged sword. It was always something that um, I I think helped maybe help people write, help people uh, create art, but Uh. also was something that uh, was a little bit destructive, you know, in in their own personal lives. So it was a little bit... um, it was a little bit, you know, oh, this, this is, uh, this is helpful, but also, you know, this is killing me, <laughs> uh, a little bit of each.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, you've used that term a few times now. It sounds like it was pretty intense. I feel like it was really destroying right. you. Right. In what ways did you find your mental health struggles, Helpful or beneficial to your creativity?
1: Um, I mean, I, I think I I grabbed uh, a bit of inspiration out of that. I mean, I, I that when when I was really struggling, when when things were really tough at times, mm-hmm. I was able to at least get some um, you know some inspiration out of that, some songwriting produc- production out of that. Um, so you know i i will i will at least uh give that a little bit of credit um it it, it also you know i don't i don't know how great it was overall because it, it also made my life difficult but, um, but it 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 did um make you know it make me able to write songs and you know um produce things and um i will give it that
0: can you can you um Give us kind of a specific example of, you know, maybe something that you produced, whether it was, was it a lyric or was it maybe a melody? And what was the the mindset or what was it that contributed to you creating that specific example? Can you think of something?
1: Um, yeah, you know, um, I guess um, I'm trying to think um when i when i thought about um you know uh j- jumping jumping off of, of uh of a bridge you know things like that um you know yeah. being being able to uh b- being able to uh jump into a different context um that that may be able to um, you know, realize just how difficult some, at times my life was, and how uh, how, how uh, I guess um, unique, uniquely destructive at times certain things were.
0: Did any of that did you find writing music cathartic, or would you put those thoughts and ideas in your music?
1: cathartic um let's see um i guess i mean it 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 did it made made me um get get things out you know um uh, produce say say things um say you know uh be productive in terms of emotionality um become a means of expression Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah. All right. Where does your relationship with music like uh, recently? Let's say over the past year. Or so, have you been working on music?
1: Yeah, um, I've been um, I've been wor- you know I've been working on my recent album. Um, I've been I've been mostly doing kind of production production stuff for that like mm-hmm. videos and you know stuff stuff to uh get get it out there in terms of production but um uh yeah it's 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 i've i've been mostly doing it for my for, for the syndicate for um for you know brendan Borg for for people um that uh would you know um, get it out there in terms of production.
0: Um, you know, I'm curious to kind of go back to, you know, how your mental health struggles might have impacted your music. Um, bipolar disorder and obsessive compulsive disorder, you know, both on their own can be um, incredibly distressing and impactful on somebody's life, and. I guess I'm thinking about, you know, bipolar disorder kind of marked by often periods of mania, periods of depression, obsessive compulsive disorder being marked by obsessive thinking and, you know, behaviors or compulsions to try Mm. to reduce the thoughts or reduce the anxiety. I'm wondering if, you know, some of those characteristics, you know, some people might say, well, when I feel manic, I often create a lot during those times. You Mm -hmm. know I I kind of go for things or take risks or I'm wondering if or another person I talked to in a previous episode who also struggles with obsessive compulsive disorder said that in a way being able to work and rework and rework music down to the uh, details and get it perfect is one way that that those thinking tendencies sort of impact how he writes Mm. And he sort of channels that kind of thinking into his songwriting. And so I'm wondering if you can relate to any of that.
1: Yeah, I definitely can. Um, I mean, I I think when I have sort of a manic, you know, um, episode that uh, that I I definitely feel like I get a lot out of it, you know, that. uh, So it's it's it's. Product. It's 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 harsh. It's kind of like oh man, it it makes you feel you know on edge and things like that. But it also it makes you feel like you're getting something out of it, like you're um, getting some productive uh, songwriting you know episode out of it.
0: I know that that can be a source of some kind of inner conflict for some people with bipolar disorder. That you know the manic episodes, they don't always want to give. Elements of that up, because right. they might feel more productive, or they might feel sort of an increased energy or, or mood. Just have you ever struggled with that?
1: Um, you know, a, a little bit. Uh, it's it's been a little bit difficult, um, but I I think that it's I, I I've learned to deal with it. You know,
0: what would you say to somebody who's maybe? you know, glorifying, thinking about artists who have really struggled. And we hear, I mean, those stories all, all the time. Um, What would you say to somebody who's kind of looking at that and kind of saying, oh, you know, am I missing out on something by not, you know, maybe this isn't, this doesn't apply to me, or maybe I'm not struggling in this way. And as an artist, you know, maybe I feel some envy or maybe I worry that I'm missing out on, on something. What would you say to somebody who is thinking those kinds of thoughts?
1: I just, I got to go in a second, by the way, just just to let you know. But um, what what were you, say say it one more time.
0: So if somebody were saying, if they were sort of glorifying mental illness in an artist, what would you say to them?
1: They're glorifying mental illness in an artist. You know, I mean, um, you know that that's kind of like think think of it as as in terms of how that impacts the actual artist. You know how difficult that might be for the actual artist, like that that it's that they're they're maybe that artist is getting something out of it, like they're they're um, you know maybe getting some songwriting and some some creativity out of it, but that it's killing them inside as well. You know, um, it could so it could be could it be a double-edged sword?
0: Yes. Well, let me, you know, before you have to go, let me ask you, where can people find your music?
1: Um, they can find it at uh, TheRecordSummer.com or um, at, you know, um, at The Syndicate or um, uh, the, let's see where that that's I, I would look at Spotify. Um, Spotify uh-huh. would be a great place to look.
0: OK, well, uh, thank you so much for your time, for sharing. Yeah, thank and... you,
1: Jessica. I really appreciate it. This has been great.
0: Uh, well, thank you, and thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I'll be back next week, next Wednesday, with Sam Cantor of Minor Moon, and hope you guys are hanging in there and holding on, and i uh, talk to you next week.